Hey everybody, welcome to the Burnout Podcast. No, I don't... Oh, God, I've done it wrong, haven't I? Done it wrong. Let's, let's try that again. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to episode 123 of the Burnout Podcast, where I still can't get the intro right. jingle welcome back i'm ben and once again i'm joined by a blood type ben bt how you doing i'm doing good thank you very you, good how are you, you? Look, i'm good man you look very podcaster like proper podcaster tonight am i what's yeah. that there's just the headphones the <laughs> headphones the boom mic the underlighting the game the gamer yeah. chair um speed <laughs> like a red background yeah like, pub yeah, g with like, bt uh we're yeah. also joined by ian triple power triplo our 3d printing and uh blood ball three correspondent trips how are you doing today all good thanks all good your your lighting setup is i was gonna say we think i look podcast <laughs> most is most excellent it might more glowy <laughs> yeah uh, the fact that it just it does stuff when you talk is just I don't know, man. That's just it's your your house is starting to look like a Star Trek set. That makes me very happy, as I've, yeah. I've only just taken off my Will Wheaton t-shirt. Um, and we're also joined by our traveller, our foreign correspondent, Miltonio Banderas. Milton, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. We got Milt back. Milt, we need to get you some lights. Yeah, I don't have quite a flashy background. <laughs> I don't know. It's like 1950s. <laughs> I like it. I think we actually had those curtains in our kitchen growing up. Um, unlike me, I have no curtains anywhere in the house except like those dodgy net curtains um, in the house at the moment. So I need to go. Uh, actually, it's my fault. It's because I ripped the curtain rails off the wall because they were upsetting. Um, it's a previously rented property that we've bought. And you know how when you attach something to something else, it lines up and then you put screws in it? Yeah. Whereas this was Landlord, so it just did this. And they just screwed the bottom in. So uh, all yeah. of the curtain oh. rails were just halfway over and yeah. really upset me. So I ripped them off. And now Tiff's like, Ben, we're moving in this weekend. Um, are we going to have curtains? I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. As well you're as not me. recording from the new casa just yet? No, no. I had to take a lot of calls this week waiting for furniture and things in the new house. Um, what did I do? I took, I took a little tiny painting table and a chair from the dining room here Incredible. and sat in the in the bedroom for day one. Day two, by that point, the TV had arrived um, and we'd set up that in the coffee table. So I sat on the floor in the lounge with the new carpet and uh, had my first my, my morning's meetings there. Then I started to hurt because I'm old um, and then realized that I decked out the kitchen. So I went and took my little chair and I set up in my kitchen with my worktops and everything and took a couple of calls from there. Um, nice. Yeah, no, I need to need to get on the Ikea thing because well, the, the, the studio timeline is, is regrettable, should we say, because obviously the shed's on its way, right? But we're going to be moving in now this weekend ahead of schedule. And Tiff said it's fine to do uh, the video in the middle of the night in the new house if we're in, because the the way the like the the spare room is like the opposite corner of the house to the bedroom, so it shouldn't antagonise the pregnant wife quite so much. Um, so and now I'm like I have to set up to set up the studio to then move it in a couple of weeks when we get the shed arrived. But I think it's going to take a little while. So no, no, still in the old place for now, but. 
hopefully this weekend we will we'll, yeah. we'll be gone and then we'll spend the next few weeks binning stuff and transferring across while stealthily trying to concrete 15 square meters of garden <laughs> it started to dawn on tiff how much of the lawn is going to be shed <laughs> oh really yeah, yeah. that's um yeah, it, don't mark it out. It, no, that's just gonna, it's just going to appear one day. No, it's it's forty percent of our lawn is going to be shed. Wow. Um, yeah, we've all we've got the patio area as well, so it'll be fine. Lawns are overrated anyway. Make yeah, space. yeah, exactly. I said the the thing that really clinched it with Tiff was when I was saying was like, well, look, you know, obviously I want a podcast, but things change in the future. You know, if 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 if, if it ends or we end up doing something different, we've got a summer house built ready. It's like so yeah. as the kid grows up if we stop podcasting or whatever which i have no intention to do i'm very much hoping to do more uh i'm like well you know if it all goes you know wrong uh we just you know turn that into a big playroom for the kid um, i like yeah. the idea is as the kid grows up you can deny them their summer house yeah, dad needs <laughs> yes. yeah. no because i've still got 60 percent of lawn <laughs> that's a lot more sheds yeah, uh, we will stop throwing the ball against the side of the shed. Dad's recording a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I spent a lot of my my time at my, my grandparents' house growing up, and they had a garage and a shed. And in between that was like, I don't know, the five-meter corridor. That's not five-meter. Five-foot corridor, which was perfect for putting my archery boss at the end of and just terrifying my family by shooting longbow shots straight down the garden in between the garage and the shed. It was brilliant. My poor granddad was just like, <laughs> it was like, oh my god, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, it's fine. I won't miss. He was like, okay, fine. Anyway, uh, Takes him back to mm, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he was really good. He, he found like some old carpets and stuff to put up around it so that if the arrows went flying off, they'd hit things. So. Ah, oh, oh, archery. I know. Won't be doing that in our garden. Um, although, I can, because it's just woodland. Ooh. Oh, even better. Ooh. Yeah, our neighbours are very cool. They've kind of, like, sequestered some of the woodland uh, to the back of their garden. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they keep bees. It's a very cool place. Like, that is cool. Yeah. Da cool. Dad and I were doing some stuff in the house the other day and kind of looked out the back garden. And there was just like three people in hazmats outside. And I was like, all right, that's... Oh, in the grass? That's probably fine. Then bumped into him. He was like, oh, yeah, we keep bees. I was like, oh, <laughs> amazing. They weren't Have actual... they tried giving you honey yet? Oh, I don't like honey. They can... oh, I'm not sure. Like I'm... Yeah, I'm no, Tiff, Tiff will probably love it, though. Uh, but yeah, that's that's quite cool. It's quite cool. Anyway, cool. rambly, rambly nonsense. Other than stuff like that, Ben, what are we talking about on episode 123? Well, it's the last podcast until the eve of the World Cup, where next podcast recording, I'll be um, in Spain. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about the World Cup, talking about the teams, the stats, the breakdowns that we know so far. Mm -hmm. um, just sort of musing about it because it's quite exciting. And we're also going to touch on some uh, of the Blood Bowl news that's been bandied around. And by bandied around, yes. I mean officially shown on the Games Workshop site. I guess, I guess, bandied. Um, and yes, we should probably, as we're talking, Ben, kind of figure out what we're going to do and uh, work with you being abroad. Yeah, I guess it depends. I, I think um, I probably could record something that evening. I think that could be quite fun. Um, as long as I take the means, the microphone might be a bit, you know, rubbish, but, um, 
we'll try and work it out. I'm, I'm happy to fork out for some. As good as Ben's. We, we can get you. I'm happy yeah, to fork uh, out and get you a little gimbal stick if you want to go full vodfluencer. Oh, well, you have a gimbal, don't you? I, might I do. Yeah. yeah, I might just make yours. If, yeah, I see you between them. No, I'll take my my old like flat work headset or something, something that I can pack compactly and it should be fine. Yeah, we'll have to like yeah. convince you to turn one, do like a little vlog. Uh, as we go and two, jump on to loads of calls with us so we can record things yeah. as you go like how was day one ben and you're just gonna be like a drunken mess uh, yeah absolutely and then we can keep it forever and surface it at your wedding uh <laughs> at the castle um i think generally the consensus is there'll be drinks each night a sensible amount so you don't ruin the next day um but then we did this when i i mean i'll talk about this when i had a little practice weekend up, up north um we agreed that well, we didn't agree. That was the key thing. Is I said, if I'm going, if I go six and zero, oh, like by day two, yeah. I am drinking nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I am going in like clear. I'm just water focus, and I'm like, I'm gonna storm this. And everyone else is just like, what? If I go six and oh, I'm getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> we very much split down the middle on this. <laughs> it's like I've done my bit. I'm no, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on this one because it gets to the point where you're like, oh, how how far can I go with this? It's the yeah. it's such a that's a weird little tournament rush, isn't it? When you play any kind of any kind of competitive thing, you're like, oh, cool! I won my first game. I could go undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> I like, could be the it champion. Now. Yeah. yeah, this is it. Yeah. I'm gonna be rich. And when you lose your first game, you're just like, ah, oh, I'm here for fun now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Ian said that. Ian Warhanam said that before at the uh, the Age of Silimar tournaments where he goes, and he's like, "Oh, if you lose the, the best thing is to lose the first game because then you just yeah. have fun games for the rest of the day where there's no where there's no pressure." And I'm like, "I love that. That's a really good attitude." But <laughs> comp competitions are, are, yeah, are winning's are, fun for, for for winning. <laughs> like, if you want to play friendly games and not have it matter, don't travel. <laughs> I'd say don't try and lose, but no. have that attitude if you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's it's bang on the money. I mean, that's the good thing about Blood Bowl tournaments, is there's normally like something else you can shoot for. Um yeah. although I have a do have a suggestion for our tournaments next year, but we'll talk about that off off stream because I, I I like this idea. I think you guys might not, but I, I like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, onwards to Blood Bowl News. Okay, Blood Bowl News time and there's actual news, which was Oh, it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. Like, I've been having to convince myself that the teeny, tiny, appropriately sized epic bits of news that have been out have been enough to keep me excited and in the hobby. It's, it's not been true. It's like eight articles of the same models. I'm like, and here's some titans that you've seen before, but have now slightly different bases. I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah. And then, this week... On, on screen number three, as I was hammering F5 to give me some reason to continue focusing, uh, we saw a little glimmer of a star player. Old Kraken Boy is back. Yeah. Kiroth Kraken Eye with a very lovely model. Now, first of all, have you guys mm. seen the model of this dude? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, good model. It's very nice. So, Kiroth Kraken Eye is a Dark Elf star player. He is, he's got the Dark Elf boots, he's got the Dark Elf gaiters, and he's got the Dark Elf Corsair kind of uh, sea dragon cloak. And then he's got this just amazing Kraken Helm, which goes with his face. So, with, which, uh, what was the fantasy battle guy? Was it Loki Felhart? Yeah. I thought so. Um, who was a Dark oh, Elf. 
Ugly he looks, he looks yeah, like he looks similar. Yeah, he was a, a Corsair captain in Warhammer Fantasy Dark Elf Land, who was basically the same guy. Uh, so yeah, this is the this is the Dark Elf star player that they introduced to the game in the last edition. Uh, basically, he took his Dark Elf team underwater to play against some squid people, and everybody died except him. So they gave him a fancy hat, and the hat comes alive and grabs people with metal tentacles, which is like oh. mega themey like we'll, we'll give him we'll give him a for effort on the theme but the model itself I th is really nice and guys like the forge world paint job here i think is really good yeah it is really good this it one is looks very good super sharp yeah i, I love I, it i feel like the last few forge world paint jobs we've seen have been very good or at least you know very much up to stuff even you the base yeah you know what, Rio, I was about to say that. What really stands out for me is the basing. It looks very different to what we'd normally get for Blood Bowl basing, which is generally quite, like, simple. It's normally just, like, a layer of um, flock and then, like, a bit of dry brushing and a line or something. Yeah, this looks but... like uh, Lord of the Rings basing. This looks mm. like they've tried it to... Does, yeah. yeah. Which, you know what, that's fine. It may just be because the Forge World guys had, bought, had some stuff left over from Lord of the Rings or whatever. Um, <laughs> doesn't really matter. But they've dropped a really cool model, loads of dynamism. I mean, trips. You're kind of the dark elf of the group. What do you think? Oh, I think it's it's a great model. Um, very true to the um, art in the last edition of the model. Very true to the BB3 art of the model. And he just feels like he fits in directly in with the dark elf team. In terms, got some of... games um games in with him, didn't you? That's what... Yeah, yeah. He's because he's. The one of the few players that we've already seen spoiled on BB3 that we don't have in the game. So uh, he is available actually in in the game that no one's playing in <laughs> the is, game. <laughs> you are bang, you are bang on the money, Trips. As I was doing the kind of like the news video, I was like, actually, we've got, we've got the stats for this guy. Couldn't remember where I'd taken the photo, so I just logged on to Blood Bowl three, quickly brewed up a Dark Elf team, chucked it into a AI tournament. I didn't just bail on a game live. Uh, I didn't wait long enough for it to try and connect. Um, but binned onto there, grabbed a screenshot of Kiroth Krakenite. Uh, didn't actually have the price, but we know from the article that his price is going to be 160k. So on Blood Bowl 3, stats are move 7, strength 3, edge 3+, plus, passing 3+, plus, armor 9+, plus, with loner 4+, plus, with tackle, with foul appearance, with disturbing presence, and tentacles, and kickoff return. Or whatever it's is called. It shadowing now. as well. On the, on the ball. On the ball. Thank you. On the ball. So Ben's favorite skill. <laughs> and it's all the Ben's favorite skills. It's very good. I used to love kickoff return uh, in the olden days, and now they've just made it even better. Um, so I mean, the first thing that I notice out here, which makes me think that the stats that we get in when it comes out for real might be different, is that edge three plus. I I don't trust it. Hmm. It's annoying yeah, I, to have on an elf team. Yeah, I don't, but it would if he was add two plus, he would be insane. Yeah. He would be powered for 160. Yeah, that's I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. It must be quite hard to look out of that helmet, right? Like Yeah, no, it does make sense. It does make sense that actually it, I I can see him being add three plus and I can see it being because he's he's got a massive squid head like yeah. that's that's fine i mean if the mon calamari ever ever arrive in in blood bowl land they will also have an edge hunting but this would be the second star player that we've seen that's had an edge bust in in um in this edition 
Uh, so I'm pretty sure he had Adj 2 plus in the last one, or Adj 4. Uh, but we saw Withergrass double draw get Adj busted down to Adj 4 plus um, <laughs> from Adj 3 plus. And I wonder if they're doing this to kind of limit the all-star all ability of star players. Because, um, you they know... I just play the game for you. Yeah, yeah, like if he was and does end up at Adj 2 plus, for example then you've got all-star linemen with a bunch of cool skills and a, a, well, a kind of a blockless blitzer running around for 160k. And, I mean, trips, what are they, 100k normally? Yeah, yeah, you you don't want to see that kind of star player. I mean, he'd, he'd be really difficult to play against. That The skill set is ideal for a defensive nightmare of a star player. But, yeah, if you had a low edge, he'd be offensively the the player you would give the ball to i mean foul appearance and tentacles on a ball carrier ouch yeah if he has edge two plus that's going to be awesome if he doesn't have edge uh, two plus then having tackle having tentacles uh he's going to be a, a well just straight up having actual tackle for 160k is a really useful toolkit player for an elf team in a league right that's yeah. that's cheap tackle that's really quite useful yeah he doesn't have block which is tough on your star player when they've got loner but actually you you drop him on a guy with yeah. tentacles and that tackle ability it's, it's going to be a real nuisance and then he's got oh, i think is a pretty potent ability so black ink is his um superpower once per game at the start of any of his activations kiroth can choose an opposition player he's marking the chosen player loses their tackle zone until they are next activated so he's got auto hypno gaze once per game you've got a start in base contact sure but that could be awesome because it doesn't say that that, that ends his activation so yeah that's, that's huge for 160k that's huge and you can on the ball into it yeah on the opponent's <laughs> turn yeah so, if they for some reason throw the ball and um yeah. you can just on the ball onto their cage and disable it i on think that'd ball. be a real miss <laughs> like from the opponent if they allow that but yeah but sometimes you've got to do it though i guess yeah um yeah i mean <clears throat> there's a really cool thing here where if you've got a dodger with the ball in a cage he can just take the corner of the cage away, bounce off, and then bounce in with prop with mm -hmm. potentially a, a two die tackle block, which would be fantastic. That is assuming, and that that for me is the biggest difference between Edge two plus and three plus. That yeah. that's the massive yeah. difference there. Edge so three like plus four plus dodging in, yeah. It's Edge mm, two plus to bounce out to then jump in again is is mm. automatic, but three plus is just begging for it. Unless you're Ben running Skaven with like. <laughs> Apparently, the entire team are gutter runners. <laughs> the other weekend, I rolled like seventeen five plus dodgers. You'd have been really sad. Hey, the, the two the two head blitz boy you ran at the uh, in our sevens game was he was oh, yeah. he was solid. Hmm. Yeah, that's well, that's good. the difference between edge two plus and three plus, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking this star player in a in a league as well. Like, if you're going for like him being just a ball carrier, an, an enemy ball carrier nightmare, like taking both downs on a star player is kind of okay. Yeah. Like if you need to get the ball loose, you kind of don't care if he dies. Like <laughs> if he's doing like, if he's not knocking himself down, he's kind of all right. So not and that is the, about it. the kind of special ability that if you can hang on to it throughout the game, it's going to make the opposing coach worry about it all the time because it is going to open up defensively a massive ability to punch a hole, get a ball carrier down. Or if it's that last ditch trying to create a long 
elven play, well, the ability to turn off a tackle zone and therefore to do something uh, one less on a dice roll, that long pass or dodging a player through, that's going to make a really big difference. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm really liking these stars that are dropping 160, 170k, like Alariel or whatever her name. No, Alariel's the wood elf queen. Alariel? Uh, no. Uh, frog lady. This, this is why I call her frog oh, lady. Um, Estelle. Estelle. Um, Estelle, yeah. yeah. Estelle Lavano. Um, yeah. I mean, those those kind of 160, 170k star players that do stuff are actually really interesting for the game. Uh, and and if this dude lands at Edge 3 Plus like he is in Blood Bowl 3, he's going to be really useful. Um, I did say that he, that, uh, that Edge 3 Plus was garbage in the video. I think I called it trash. I was like, that's just trash. But that is just because if you're playing Elves, you expect Edge 2 Plus, and anything less than Edge 2 Plus is just, it's just trash. But actually... If this guy could be taken by a human team or any normal team, you'd be like, sweet, 160k tackle caddy with a really cool once per game feat and movement seven. It's a, yeah, I think this is a really cool mid range, well put together, well designed star. Yeah. Tentacle's a bit niche on strength three. Um, better against like um, strength two carriers, gutter runners, stunties, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, dropping yeah. a strength three tackle piece with uh, tentacles against a gutter runner. Yeah, five it, plus that to get away, and then yeah, it's interesting because he's got a similar skill still uh, skill set to with a grass double draw. You know that strength three mm. tackle. You know tentacles. I don't know if what's his face has got tackle, but you know that kind of defender, that kind of sweeper role. Uh, I, I really. I really hope we see that get taken as, as utility because I feel like in the CRP days, there was like Asperon Thorn, the Dark Elf that just had a bunch of useful skills. I know he's back in oh, Blood Bowl 3 too, so there's going to be, a, there's going to be, he's going to be coming back at some point as well. You've got to assume. Um, but no, I think this is great. I think this is another good, good start. One last thing. Can what? you talk to his ability for me? Do have, can they use abilities on the floor? Oh, he's marking. Uh, he's not marking. Marking, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What, what were the rules around the World Cup around stoppers? I'm assuming he's not in because he's too new. Yeah, anything yeah. this anything that's come out this year is not in. Anything uh, new this side of Norse is not in. Yeah, yeah. new Amazons aren't in. Oh. New Amazons, including Ripper as well. From, uh, okay. Yeah, well, so. well, we'll discuss that later. And if you look at the other star players that are available for Elven Unions, other than Gloriel, who's 150, he is the next cheapest um, star player to take. So I think you're going to see him taken by Elven teams. Cause yeah, the other talking... the, the next cheapest would be Willow, which just, just bless her. She doesn't really do much. Doesn't, yeah. And then you're into your 230, 250s. The kind of stars which if you're using a star at that level then you've probably got three elves anyway yeah eldral then you've got swift twins as well it's oh. just and then you've got zolkath the zote who's the potential only other role player that's the way to get your, your big guy into into elves does zolkath play for elven kingdoms i thought he only played for yeah he's elven king, king, kingdoms i thought he was lustry or only oh, okay yeah what relevance does he have to the elves? 
uh warhammer fantasy battle third edition the zotes were creatures of nature like centaurs but uh, for, okay. but, but, but they were kind of more akin to wild dragons than lizardmen so wood elfy kind of yeah, entry yeah. there yeah so they had okay. like a, a natural yeah. vibe back from where back when wood elves had beast masters and uh, you can have units of like wild animals proper Ooh. fantasy setting wicked anyway that was very cool to see but ultimately it pales in significance to this next piece of news which is that there's more age of sigmar um models <laughs> and then if you keep going past and you ignore the one new model that will be shown a billion times uh which is a very nice model i think i think trips you described him as a, a black orc troll once you've removed the weapons or something yeah wasn't, wasn't he the one they gave away for free with your subscription to warhammer plus no that was a slightly different same model uh, yeah, yeah you, you could have the thing. other way up. <laughs> I know what this logo is. So we've got Blood Bowl news coming at Nova. So Thursday, well, Wednesday night UK time at 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so 2 a.m. Wednesday night or 2 a.m. Thursday morning, depending on how you want to think about these things there will be a games workshop preview from nova you'll have old eddie eccles and i think they've replaced oh no they've got blake oh that's nick yeah what happened to adam troke he was replaced by a child for the last video wasn't he we don't talk about what happened to adam oh it's a shame he seemed all right uh anyway you've got you got <laughs> nick uh gonna be there which is pretty cool so they've got news for 40k I assume that'll be the Space Marines they didn't show when they showed the uh, the Nids after that little Omega campaign, Ben? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, like, um, store campaign thing. Yeah. And isn't the first Codex due out in the autumn as well? So... Yes, that is true. Mm -hmm. Then Age of Sigmar. So as we've seen the new Bretonians for Age of Sigmar, then the Cities of Sigmar this will probably be one of the other armies that are releasing this year so flesh eater courts i think and yeah. some other people are getting tokens apparently everybody gets yeah. tokens now in age of sigmar which i think is those cities as well wasn't it there's the well yeah but that's the final stage of bloat i think before a game dies yeah. uh is uh yeah, yeah don't like the idea of that Sorry one. The um warhammer the horus heresy which i'm hoping will be some epic stuff maybe because uh, or it's just going to be another big knight or demons or something for actual heresy like 30k could be interesting warhammer yeah. the old world potentially one more hero model or they might even show off the plastic bretonian pegasus knights that have been spoiled that have been leaked um that seems about right Warcry, i don't know more brilliant models that they'll probably never ex never expand which is a shame underworlds more rules more cards and finally Blood Did you ever get that GW marketing job, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I couldn't do marketing, uh, just in general. Uh, really? Mm, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good at putting a positive spin on things, but I, I have limits. I have limits. <laughs> Isn't that what a GW preview is all about? Here's something that we're going to show you 17 more times before we can tell you that you can order it in a week's time. <sighs> well it's normally three months time isn't it um but right blood bowl news so is this is this the next team milton oh well 
jolly well hope so, as I imagine <laughs> most people do. But uh, it's, I think it's kind of got to a point now where I'm not going to hold my breath. Like, could be anything, couldn't it? I personally think I've cracked this. Because of the release of Kirioth, I reckon this is going to be a curveball, and they're going to throw out the squid team. And, um, yeah, <laughs> and we're all going to be super shocked and surprised and angry. Not, not Slanesh, not Slanesh. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be Slanesh worshipping squids. So, Oof. so do you, I don't know if you guys were kicking around Warhammer Land when every, like, rumour was uh, merfolk, was... Uh, I don't fish, remember that. Fishmen, are we? Oh, we did get one. Well, yeah, they did eventually for Age of Sigmar, didn't they? But there was yeah. a, the, the longest time in Warhammer Fantasy Battle. Oh, okay. It was always back, rumored back, back, back. that the next army was going to be fish folk, was fish people, fish and yeah. uh, and uh, and it would be you... amazing if they did drop an aquatic. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what? To who again? I like you guys. Well, I know, I know, BT has. I don't know whether the the other two, but in Warcraft they have the Naga. Yeah, um, the like the fishmen. I think they're a fantastic, like, fantasy race, and I would love to see something along the lines of that. That yeah, would make me like, very on, like, excited. Magic casting yeah. mermaids, yeah. 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 they got some cool fish people in um, in Mantic as well, in Kings of War. That's cool. They do have, like, yeah. squid-faced people, and the, I think they're called the Trident Realms or something. Um, okay. They do some good stuff. In fact, they've just released their, their fleet as STLs on the Mantic Vault armada uh, but anyway right so with that in mind trips timeline if we're seeing this uh release on thursday the 31st of august that means that the first saturday it could be up for pre-order would be the second yeah how i mean what are we what are we thinking here what are we what are we likely to be banking on from a, a release point of view i i think it would be ironically hilarious if the, it was available for release during the World Cup, and therefore they'd have to feed out. Like, oh, that would be chaos! I pause at ten o'clock. Everyone going order, order, order. I oh. I I can see that <laughs> happening. I can genuinely it. see that happening. Like because I mean, there's well, like a, a ten-minute a... silence at the World Cup for you to get your pre <laughs> yeah. as the internet oh, dies in Alicante, as two thousand people all try and pre-order at 10 a.m. It would line up. Announce on the 31st, pre-order on the 2nd, drop on the 9th. Oh, no, even pre-order. No, because it would be pre-order, wouldn't it? Pre-order. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, realistically, yeah. then, it's likely Reveal to be... Reveal on up. the 2nd, pre-order on the 9th. Yeah. yeah, which would be bang on World Cup, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, realistically, I don't think that's going to happen. I think with what else we've got in the... In the supply chain issues that games workshop have got we're looking end of september for an october release see this is what we this is what we bring you here for trips realism like the realism we've got nihilism in milton we've got realism with you we've got optimism with me and we've got socialism with ben uh, <laughs> that's pretty fair yeah born voltron um yeah i think you're i think you're right trips everything's been delayed right hasn't it with 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 stuff uh the last time they did a team preview it was july and it dropped in october so i am i am having to pace myself here because i'm like oh it would be amazing if it went up for sale on the world cup and then you know ben comes back from the world cup and then we go straight into like oh let's you know have a look at the vampire team and and start start vamping it up um but it may be a bit more of a slow death because 
the Cities of Sigmar is up this weekend, isn't it? So yeah, it's on pre-order this weekend. So they're going to do that, and then we've got Epic round the corner. They've been hyping that up for longer. Um, but the thing you is, we feel them literally dragging it out in the community articles. Like we really want to tell you more, but apparently <laughs> it's still not available. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually got to be quite a tough gig, I think, for them at the moment. Uh, they did. Oh, did you see the Steve Cross uh, article? Were they? Yeah. I love Steve his team, his, his team showcase is awesome see that I actually Ooh. think that's a really good way for them to pad out the, the articles uh, I, 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 I I like that I like that a lot and I think it would be cool to approach different like, community members actually mm. I think that would be really cool that's what yeah. they did in, in Hobbit land in the Lord of the Rings game uh, uh, Jay posted on the Facebook group because um, he also he looks after Blood Bowl and he looks after Lord of the Rings. He posted in like the the Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings Hobbit wargaming thing on Facebook. And was like, hey, we're doing a community article, community article based on this. You know, let me know if like put your pictures in the in this article or something, which is or in this thread. Uh, I, I briefly saw it and then I did drop one. So it's it's a really good way to pad it out. But I mean. Because of the way games workshop these things, if you've got Cities of Sigma, then you've got Epic. Which will probably be a two weeker. No. I don't think so, Trips. I would I don't think so, Trips. I don't think I it's big enough. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it as a two weeker just to allow the stock levels to catch up. Uh see, realism. Maybe, <laughs> is, maybe. It lim- is it a limited release? Epic. Yeah. Uh I think it will be the Games Workshop that limited release of it's we limited made, until we say it is. We made 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, run a, we'll run another batch in three months' time. I mean, Gutter Bowl wasn't limited release, but they still managed to uh, outsell current stocks. But I, I think I think you're right, Drips. I think they're probably firefighting with available stock. Because, um, what, the last two weeks, the pre-orders have been kind of like... Oh, yeah. A Space Next Marine. Off. Like... Yeah, is, that's uh, true. And, and some books. Uh, which... Very, very slow. It's. I think it's actually quite a big thing economically because if they start dropping all this stuff out in September, the thing is with war gamers, it's not like we set we stop spending. It's it's like every month we have X hobby budget, but it, this is this is very much like council rules, right? Once the once the budget deadline is gone, if you haven't spent that budget, it doesn't roll over. It's just gone. Um, I'm getting it's else. It's gone on yeah. something new. So it's you like the new game system. Yeah, it, you've spent it on something else, or you just yeah. spent, you just ate it. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is, yeah, that's fair. Which yeah. is what I kind of like. My thing is like, oh, is there a Blood Bowl team? No. Okay, well, I just buy resin and pizza then. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I'm, I'm fine with, to be honest. Which one are you eating? Yeah, yeah I was no. going to say. <laughs> Interesting sauce choice. No, I didn't order a curry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay so the blood bowl one it's got to be vampires right probably i i do you think right you would assume so because the rumors were bandied about the amazons and bandied is apparently my word of the day uh the amazons were tested alongside vampires okay but that was a year ago uh and i mean i like if uh, talking about the dates it is us leading up into October for Halloween, which yep. is a good time to drop vampires. Let's face it. We have just had the big hat skeleton dude. Yes, gigantic hat. Bless him. Right. Uh, and we've had all these rumors floating around about vampires. 
but Ben's got me thinking about this this elf drop. Like, what if they just dropped an elf team? Well, yeah. high elves yeah. are still outstanding, and yeah. because of the way they've restructured like uh, the realm rules, you know, all elves are the same apparently. So, old Kraken Face will play for high elves, uh, which the fantasy battle buff in me finds upsetting. <laughs> um, but he could fill out the spike. Uh, well, this is it, Trips. Mm. So, because so, if they release vampires, right, they're gonna have to. It's it's normally like three stars. Yeah, kind of come along with it. So we'll get bit top at. Presumably, we'll get Luther von Drakenhof or whatever his name was. It was mentioned in one of the earlier books. It was, yeah, he was, yeah. The um, count. Yeah, and then a third one. So that's. That's not too bad, is it? But then, like, what? what then you've be... also got Kirioth and then Asperon in BB3, Ooh. who's not around, mm. and then they could just bring another elf. Well, you've yeah. got to have Prince Moranian back if, oh, of course, yeah. if you're doing it high be, elves. Would, yeah, it would be. Yeah, that, you have to have a high elf specific one, right? That yeah. would be. That would be a really good trio for elf stars. What yeah. would the third vampire one be? Uh, I, the thing is, like, I was thinking about King Ramtut, but he would—they would definitely save him for Kemri, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. We got they Cheney. Could just bring a new one in. Well, there was a Ghoul Star player, wasn't there? Jerry well, Rice. Be- because we, yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's because we've had Necrome and Undead already that we've already got quite a lot of. We don't have a Ghoul Sylvanian Star families. Um, no, we don't have a Ghoul. And on a team yeah. like Werewolf, uh, uh, do we like vampires? They'd like them. Didn't, no, because oh, was it the last edition in 2016? We had the ghoul that had the skeleton on his back. Yeah, like because uh, I remember that being in the spike. But of course, the undead spike spike magazine was pre 2020. It was like um, something blood. Gulture. Gulture. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah no, not Buckus. Um, Bloodsucker. Grah, yeah. Bloodsucker. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Ooh. It depends what they do with the vampire team, though. Because mm. uh, they, they've talked about going all kind of like regal and lordy with them and having a... Like one of the rumours is that there's a strength five vampire lord. Yeah, that is true. I think um, they'll just lean into that whole vampires are coming, vampires are coming, and Drop high elves. I'm just looking at a Grohl blood uh blood shooker. That's it, yeah. Um, That's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, wow. Catch, dodge, your feet, wrestle. It'd be great. His art. I love that. Yeah. He would be yeah. definitely a good one to bring back. Uh it, it's it is light on the vampire theme, but I guess if vampires themselves are like the vampire players are the yeah. stars. Yeah, I don't think there's like, much need for lots of vampire stars. Is the flesh eaters are kind of vampiric, aren't they? Wasn't that like a branch when they when their original thing like a branch of vampire? No, uh, you're thinking of the Strigoi. Uh, oh, okay, the, I thought the, they were related. No, the Strigoi's uh, uh, worked with um, ghouls. As you don't know where you're coming from, though, BT. It's Age of Sigmar lore, where oh, gotcha, the, okay, yeah, where like vampire lord and zombie dragon and stuff. Yeah, like. they're they're led by like a crazed vampire that's mm. where they come from but like yeah in fantasy battles it was different for the gods gotcha. uh what was the They're last team so we've had norse we've had amazons which are real teams that those are two real teams in a row 
So, I mean, vampires is the obvious Ooh. one because we've had rumors. Tomb kings, high elves, and chaos dwarves are all waiting. But we've had two real teams, and it they they might want to switch a roo. Squids. Squids. Yeah, I think I think they're working through the teams of legend. I think because mm. we because we got the team of legends PDF and we've had it reissued. I think they'll work their way through that to to clear out because people are clearly playing those teams already and we know what gw likes to do switch the positionals up slightly you have to buy some more minis that's what gw like <laughs> i think at this point punk are holding out on their kickstarter as well for, for this oh reason. yeah of course that they're there they've got a very nice looking kickstarter coming up haven't they? they haven't got a date dropped for it yet uh, so um to and brutus like... brutus done the first month of vampires um, yeah with some very cool just... very cool models but again it's kind of a case of like what what are they going to do? See what happens because it's going to massively affect it. So. And I I love that. It's like rotation in Magic: The Gathering. Like it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite bit. It's the same game but just slightly different. Uh, I'm really hoping it's not vampires for the reason that they could just drop it and get it and then just just do it and then be like, okay, cool. We'll just like we'll buy it anyway and eventually maybe they do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for the witch hunt thing. I'm quite interested to see what if they if they do do vampires, what the pitch and the dice will look like. I think they could be quite nice. <laughs> of course, I would be. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say. Yeah, I think Trips, you mentioned it in the chat, didn't you, about the dice? And I was like, oh, I can't believe I hadn't considered that for Milton yet. Yeah, I mean, if they do like a nice red and black set, that would be very cool. Red and black are very vampire-y. Yeah, yeah definitely. Got to be, be right. Short stock hardly available never to be seen again okay so official <laughs> guesses then uh milton i'll go vampires it's got to be vampires drips oh yeah Ooh. bt squid <laughs> just to be clear he is saying squid not squig uh, <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah. i i think with the two teams that are real teams in a row i do not think it would be surprising for games workshop to drop a new team uh but I, I just yeah my heart wants vampires because we've been we've been kind of expecting vampires for a year and like you said bt there's like a kickstarter from punga pending we've got brute fun brewing a team pending and of all the teams of legend that are left i think they're the one that needs spicing up the soonest high elves are fine kemri are great chorps are great vampires could use a little bit of love more than all of them so yeah, yeah. wish yeah, list true. for me would be vamps what? Oh. do you reckon we could get another team this year two teams this year like now yeah. uh, so what if we had vampires for halloween and then a slaneshmas well as much as i love that no they did drop ogres in december didn't they previously mm. yeah uh, which I assume was due to delays as well. But, but I don't think they came out till like January or something, did they? No, I they, think they they came out in December. They came, they came out, out December. Pre I remember because we bought we bought the spruce for Hangover Bowl. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. And we were like a week too soon for ogres. I was really hoping yeah. to get them in. But, Ugh, yeah. Yeah. That was a quick turnaround though, and, and this is it. The Games Workshop can just drop a preview and a release within a three week window. They've done it countless times. They did it with um with Dungeon Bowl last year. They were, or the year before, didn't they? The year before, they were like, "Hey, Dungeon Bowl's coming back," and then it's on order in two weeks, and you had it in three. Um, yeah, 
Oh. Uh, it's the the other thing because we've we've all gone for it's a team, but could it be Gutter Bowl two? Could it be an expansion <laughs> to Dungeon don't, Bowl again? Don't do this, or, Chris, don't do this. Or could it be well. <laughs> we're re-releasing the rule book with all the rules tidy up in it, and it'll be in, in date for at least three weeks until the FAQ drops. When, when, so angry, isn't it? when did the expansion for Dungeon Bowl come out? Was that before last Christmas? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I, so that was our sort of our Christmas Blood Bowl thing because like surely they've got to sell something for Blood Bowl for Christmas. So there's going to be something, right? For every other game, every other box game, they're into this seasons feel where there's like a new starter box a couple of times a year. So could it be a new starter box? <laughs> season, season three. Oh, that's a... You know what? I haven't heard people talk about this for a little while, but I, I we, we had a load of comments on one of our other videos about you know what the next release and stuff is going to be, and they're like, what about a new edition this year, a new box with two teams, and that's yeah. why that they haven't released two teams this year? Or it could I mean, it's kind of due. The, like, if you have, yeah. like... The, if you look at the year releases, 2016, Ooh. 2020, 2024, it's logically the next one. Yeah. Like... I wouldn't be surprised. I could just be I would a new starter box, cool like, rules, and two new teams. Like, surely they couldn't put like vampires in a starter box. They're a bit of a difficult team to have as a high elves and chaos dwarfs. I mean, yeah, I mean, they are challenging. It depends what they do with the rules, though. I mean, they had the ability. They had the classic orcs and humans, and then what they did for the next season was. Oh wait, more orcs and humans. Yeah, with a, ton, with a ton of interesting rules though that I thought was too mm. much for a starter set, but I think really like worked really well. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're too bad. I have seen talk of like new edition stuff brewing around, but I just don't think it'll be anytime soon. I think it's way too quick. Like especially yeah. as the last one got released during COVID. Like, yes, that's a big thing. Just like. I feel like delayed everything. So. Yeah, it's Blood Bowl 2020, but it was really yeah. Blood Bowl 2022. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I agree. With I don't think it will be, but it, I think it's worth just going through what the emotional trauma might be for <laughs> one of us at 2 a.m. in the morning <laughs> when having waited through six other games to get to the Blood Bowl. Preview, oh, okay. A book. <laughs> ben, what would your ideal starter set look like? What for if if they dropped a new if they, edition? If, if they dropped a new one, what would it look Seven's like? Seven's pitch. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's difficult side. because, like, I'm an advanced player, so I'd want a giant team versus a squig team in a starter set, which <laughs> which would be probably a really bad way of bringing people into Blood Bowl. Um, but that would be it's my fun, dream. That would oh, be amazing. What if this yeah. is a giant team? Well. I'd be well happy with that. If it was a a Blood Bowl giant sprue, that's not unreasonable. Actually. With with noblars on the sprue all over it, like noblet, you know, or snotlings or whatever, and it was just a case of two player giant team. You buy a giant, and it comes with enough noblars so you don't get eleven players, uh, but you can buy the giant and use it as a mercenary giant in your other teams, or you can buy several giants and use it as a Blood Bowl team. That. I think would be amazingly good. I don't think that's the way they want to do it, but I just, I personally think that's a, a genius idea. And also, giants are amazing. It would be very cool to see. I, I would really like to see like a plastic blood bowl giant sprue. Yeah, 100%. 
that would be so good um I mean, we we have like obviously we've got the because they don't sell the giants individually anymore do they you have to buy you two to buy them in like a, yeah like in a two-pack uh, which is not helpful for, or something um there's some nice like third-party giants um but there's not like a massive range of them is there I mean, there's plenty of stuff you can use and just like upscale for like 3D printing. That like you've done, is but... where we are blessed with 3D yeah. printing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, for me, that would be the ideal box set. What about you, Milt? Ah, oh, it's an interesting one, really. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'd quite like just two, two new completely different teams again, like what they did for season two, but I don't know what I'd want out of them. I don't want orcs and humans again. What about Slan? like slan as a way of them kind of reconquering slan and uh they what the teams that were kind of out there corn they've repurposed corn oh what if Uh, it was a chaos box slanesh and zinch that would be sweet if if, that would be amazing that would be really quite special i love that that. i love that that would be kind of cool right that and like you get yeah. these, the slot and mesh beam with the mm-hmm. leapy business Dash versus stunty love it and then they could do whatever the hell they wanted with Zinch, couldn't they like it could yeah, be a, a chaos a chaos stunty team new rule you know you roll a d3 and that's their strength for the drive so you, if they get a one they get pitchy who they get stunned to. <laughs> Three, they're just a regular player. How good would that be? That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. I, do, I, do, I think, like, they need, like... Surely they'd need some, like, poor... Poor kind of, like... I don't know. You've got the Zangors, haven't you? Because we've got corn, corn dogs in the corn team. We've got the Pestigors in the... Yeah, so you're you're likely to be looking at Zangors. Could we get like Slan, Slangors and Zangors? Yeah, I that reckon. would be cool. And then you could make like a Chaos Menagerie team, like where you got one of each. That would be very, very, very cool. The interesting thing for me is that the last two teams, the last, oh, uh, you have got new skills, haven't they? Hit and run and like the beer ball with drunkard and yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. I. I I mean, I would love to see each of these teams. I know there's concern about rules bloat. I don't think it's that big of an issue when it's... I don't think it's that bad. No. Uh... Well, I haven't had a new rule all year. <laughs> is, know... is Bloodlust going to come back? Well, that was kind of what I was thinking, is whether they bring that back, because they've kind of put the drunkard thing for Dorse, and they've introduced Hit and Run for, for Amazon, where they seem to be actually happy to lean into the fluff a bit for the teams which i think is brilliant but my question to you mill was going to be high elves do you think they could introduce intrigue at court do you remember intrigue at court from sixth edition which was like you built your army and then at the beginning of the game you randomly determined which of your heroes was your general because of politics yeah okay amazing uh so you could end up with your like leadership eight Uh... wizard being your general where you're like dragon boy is just like seriously uh, what you like roll on one of your players i just i wonder how they could bring like because that is fluffy for high elves right that is that is their thing yeah they are quite like they love a good um you know 
bit of bit of paperwork. The high elves, the high elves is going to be a really interesting one because, like high elves, as I understand it, with the most popular fantasy battles army, and like they sold the most of any other. I believe that's correct. It's from what I've been told. I mean, they they were the best. I mean, yeah, in terms of aesthetic, and I think there's a lot of love for the like high elves and the high elf lore, and even through like um, Total War and everything. I see like a lot of people really like enjoying playing the high elves and stuff. So they've really got to get that one right, I think, to like appeal to like a lot of people. And I think potentially it could appeal to people that maybe weren't like interested in Blood Bowl. I think it could like draw people yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Like if they go properly, make them, you know, silver, remarkable players, uh, introduce <laughs> introduce a couple of strength for uh lion boys. Um white lions. Ooh, strength that would be cool. for elves, uh, you know, with uh, and just instead of the blitzers. Yeah, um, some white lions of Christ would be really cool. Yeah. And like, yeah. That would be and, and make the make the high elves kind of you know keep the catchers if you want but i don't know if they will it's going to be interesting high elves i could see them doing nothing with or i can see them doing a total overhaul with i can uh, see them doing nothing but making them passing three plus alignment and i think that'll be great yeah and and that's it blood bowl is a game that does not suffer for homeostasis like yeah. keeping the game the same is what's made it so great but these little tweaks where they can introduce little fun rules and stuff it just they don't have to do a lot to make uh, a really fun little impact. Um, do you think we'll ever see the kind of like the um, the drunkard rule or whatever on another team, like maybe like a, an alternative dwarf team or something? I don't maybe. think so. No. Oh, you God. think it's Norse just like dwarves would be amazing to Norse? Yeah, and we'll ne we'll never see it again. It, it seems a shame. Think. It seems a shame that the naming convention of of, of several of these skills uh, they could have made him unstable. Uh, and that could have just been a rule for, um, you know, Kemri, for example, on your Tomb Guardians. Uh, they could have had the unstable, unsteady, where they, you know, only rush on a 3 plus instead of a 2 plus. And um, Beerbor pick me up, you know, that could have been something like inspirational or something, and or and put that on uh, on all sorts of things, including like a wizard spell or made it even a skill or fan favorite player or something it's a you know but mm. there's, there's a lot they can do anyway we will find out next week which is very cool in fact this time next week i will be very aware that i won't be sleeping because i'll be too excited which is nice uh so i'll, I'll film the video at like 2 30 and then i'll go to sleep and go to Bratnell for the day to work <laughs> um but no that's cool so yeah that's that's a good one um let us know what you think it's gonna be uh because i i would be i would i'm happy to settle for a team <laughs> like if this is just a new team i'm on board and i don't much care which team it is i think and i feel like you guys are similar to that until yeah. All of our preview points from the what's coming next year are absolutely up for grabs because we're currently at a whopping. Nobody's got anything so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one more bit of news that I wanted to uh, talk with you guys. It's nothing to do with Blood Bowl. It's, it's Barroom Brawl from 
Mantic. They dropped this news today. I love Mantic. I think they're, they're great at what they're doing. It is a miniatures game advent calendar. And I just wanted to show this because I thought this was very interesting and very clever. So it is this advent calendar. So behind each of the 24 doors, you'll find a daily surprise which builds all you need to play the fun festive game of Tavern Mayhem. Uh, get the food and drink back to your friends, avoiding spillages, avoid the bouncer, don't go shoving the other guests. The first party to fill their table wins the game. Outdo the other players to be named pub champion. This is a one print game containing everything you need to play, including six special edition uh, hand cast miniatures. But I just thought an advent calendar, a miniatures advent calendar. What do you think to that? Because I think that's cool. That's very nice. It's a fun idea. Yeah. Really fun idea. Especially there's like a thing to use them at the end with like I think that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love a hobby uh advent calendar. I had a dice one a couple of years ago and it, it made opening advent calendars like really good fun. Like is there a D20? Ooh, what the hell is that behind the door? <laughs> what about a Blood Bowl advent calendar? You've got 24 days. That's two teams of 12 players and a pitch on the back of it. Or not. I just, I don't know. I think, I think there's oh. something, I think there's something in there. Even if you just do the 12 days of Christmas and every day you open another player for your team. Like, oh, I got the Blitzer today. Oh, got my other Blitzer today. Like, oh, just that would just be wicked fun. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Probably still wouldn't, still wouldn't get around to paying. No, no, <laughs> no, definitely not. But they may be built and primed. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I'd like a, an advent calendar of that sort. It's a, I think that's quite a fun thing. It would make it exciting again. <laughs> There's the nihilism. We love the nihilism. Oh, I don't know. I, definitely something we could look into because I think that's quite a cool idea. I think that's cool, a cool idea. Um, the difficulty would be for a calendar is by the time you've opened your first piece, you're like, oh, it's a, it's a human team. <laughs> and then you just yeah. spend the rest of the month slow rolling your way through. Um, that's true. Yeah, but I don't know. There's just something about there's something about blind box and, and surprises that I think are really interesting. But Milton, if they did a Blood Bowl one, you can have a set of dice Nice. Yeah, I was thinking that. Or like tokens. Oh, you could have. Well, you could have like uh, your reroll token, your score token, uh, turn token, and then a dice in each. How many? How many days would that bring you to? Math. Three um, dice, four dice, five dice, six dice with a d8, seven dice with a d16. Then three tokens. So that's so ten. Ten, and then sixteen players or fourteen players takes you to twenty-four. Ooh, that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> See, brilliant. Uh, a big know. guy on I, Christmas Eve. Yeah, I I thought it was cool. I thought it was a fun little idea. I, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to pre-order one yet. But as it's a bit early to start thinking about Christmas, but I just I thought that was a fun little thing that we'd share. Um, but with that said, I think that's all of the Blood Bowl news I've managed to put together today. So forgive me if we've missed anything off. Well, I'm sure we'll get to it next time. But it was really just because we were excited about the Games Workshop actual proper Blood Bowl news coming up. Uh, so before we move on, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone out there who supports the show in any way, whether you're one of our patrons, our YouTube members, you just watch or listen to the show, or you uh, pick up bits from our website. We massively appreciate your support. And... Um, Thank you for being patient with us slash me over the last couple of months. We've been going through like house move and stuff like that. Uh, I'm very excited 
to get the studio the dice hall up and running because i think it's going to help make uh, help us make some very cool stuff so a massive thank you to everybody out there and uh i tell you what lads should we have a very quick break and then um briefly touch on hobby and then really dive into world cup yeah that sounds, sounds good. good mammoth new section so let's do it okay so normally we talk about games and hobby and things but milton's been on holiday i've been moving house trips has been printing like a mad lad uh and uh actually building a very nice pergola which we have to show off at some point but ben mr blood tithe mr brush tithe has been painting some things so bt what have you been doing with your life um so i've i've been taking a few risky steps um, into trying to make this paint thing work as a full-time endeavor. And um, that includes I have officially left my job. Um, well, officially I've resigned and it will be in effect in the end of September. And I'm going to dedicate full-time to this for a bit and see how it goes. Um, so I've created brushtie.com, which is my um, now painting brand, I suppose. Um, and yeah, and if I, I mean... It's it, it's it's there to paint Blood Bowl teams primarily, but also other things if people want them. And um, yeah, just shameless shill on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've got this up now. If you want to visit the website, it's 20% off everything until end of September, um, which is a pretty good deal, if I think so, if I say so myself. Well, we've been watching your painting, like, it, you've always been very, very, very good. Your last year, like, your painting has just become just mm. offensively good um because you're like oh you know what did you do how, how i'm like hey guys how are we this morning and you're like oh yeah i painted this army or i painted this unit and it's just better than i think anything i could i feel like it leaves me in trips just kind of like twitching um and being like <laughs> something else because i don't want <laughs> yeah. to look at my painting <laughs> i'm never painting again so the fact that you are going pro is so exciting to me because the painting quality you've done for the channel we've shown it off loads and loads and loads but just i just just to the live gallery. in the dream right <laughs> let's go to the gallery. I'm, I'm more taking compliments than i am at marketing ben so um as long as you're yeah, this, better this, at marketing this than i am it's fine there's a corn team that i recently sold through the website where someone um actually placed an order through um for the world cup um they wanted a corn team. I said, don't worry, I've got you. And um, got, got that this team out within 10 days. So um, that gives you an idea. And that's with working full-time. So yes. when I do this, an actual full-time endeavor, this gives you an idea of um, there is a quick turnaround on what I would say it's quite a high-quality paint job. Um, so current estimated time on the website is 14 days. Uh, it'll probably be sooner um, if you're there, but that time could update. Um, the idea is that you can go to... Um, one of the pick a blood bowl team um i've got a few brute fun ones on there i will be adding more um i've got uh almost every games workshop one just no wa and underworld um for a couple of reasons but um they're out now yes exactly yes so i can update them um and the idea is that you place an order you can ask for any color scheme uh you can ask for any basing uh, they all come magnetized and they're delivered in a foam case. And if you look at my Instagram, you'll be able to see the kind of foam case they come in. Um, so you can reuse that for like taking it to club nights and tournaments and things. Um, all included, free shipping in the UK. Um, international shipping is available. 
and cost a little bit extra because international shipping sucks. And um, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but everything is what you see on the page is what you pay. And I just want to keep things transparent because commissions and commission painting is honestly kind of vague and yeah. annoying sometimes. It so really can put people to... off. Um, it's yeah. always put me off. Like, I love the idea of having somebody else paint stuff, but I'm like, I don't even mind paying money. It's just the whole, like, ambiguity thing. So the way you structure yeah. it, I think, is perfect for introverts as well. <laughs> it's the case of... That's the idea. Yeah. You will get communication if you want it. Um, if you don't, that's fine. So. Your conquest stuff is oh, so it's nice. Just, just, yeah. This is what I mean. We'll more of that by next weekend as well, which is just horrible to think about. <laughs> I've still got 500 points to paint before next weekend. Wow. Hey, it's um, the Necrons. Not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah, there's some Necrons there as well. I will be adding an army commission page or an arm, army deals up on this website. Probably actually they might be there by the time this episode airs, um, which is uh, 2,000 points for 2,000 deal. So um, That Necron. Um, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that Necron army was just... I mean, your Blood Bowl stuff is brilliant, but that necron stuff just pops and it was quite funny to see you have to carry all those boxes from beachhead <laughs> but no absolutely love it um i mean it might be might be worth adding a uh, a star player library as well ben yeah i want to do that i'm uh, full, full transparency the reason i'm avoiding it is because single player orders are just hard Mm -hmm. to price appropriately like i think a lot of the things a lot of the teams on here is they it's a lot of money but painting is a lot of work yes. and so i think they're actually priced quite appropriately um if you think about the hours spent on them it's it's pretty fair star players it's hard to get that balance yeah. because i wouldn't want to especially when you start packaging single players that's that's the trouble however i am going to add the option to add star players onto other orders. So if you want, if you ordered like a um, Norse team and you wanted, you know, Skrog or something, you can add that on. Um, so that's 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 how I'll approach that. Um, I'll I'll try and update the website by the time this goes out, so that might already be there. Oh, that's um, amazing. That's but, but dude, I'm I'm so excited for you. I think this is amazing. Uh, selfishly, I'm glad that you won't have a daytime job. Uh, so there may be the occasional time where I could be like, hey, Ben, next Thursday. Do you want to? There will be that time. Do you want to? Or like... as long as I can financially support <laughs> yeah. Do you want to come over and film some games? Um, which could be really cool. But I just, I don't know, man. It's just really exciting. And I really hope it works out. So if just, guys, do whatever you can, even if it's just, sharing yeah. ben's stuff if you just even if you just sign up to email announcements you'll get to know if there's if i paint a team that's like in just i have time i'll paint a team put it out if you're signed up to uh the mailing list um a, a few people already have from the last time i flippantly mentioned it on the last podcast as well so thank you um if you sign up to that list you'll be the first to know and the first to grab it so yeah uh before we move on does this mean that we're gonna like stress you the hell out if uh, if they do release a new team next week because I'm gonna be like Ben 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 can you paint this team can you paint this team can you paint this team <laughs> if there is a new team coming out next week I will have a very special launch uh, deal on that so um, keep an eye out amazing yeah. you just reminded me weren't you supposed to paint that rabbit team oh don't yeah okay I was okay Ooh, uh, there's still I time. The priority. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope people forget about it. 
thanks, Martin. Message order now to save Ben from painting the rabbit too. <laughs> when I'm finally freed up of this um, pre-World Cup, you know, backlog, then yeah, I will. Um, I will move on to rabbits. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got an awesome September coming up, man. I mean, new, yeah, will be fun. New Blood Bowl news. Then over to the World Cup, and then coming back and quitting your job. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And then jury duty for a week, which will be great. So, oh, is that before or after you, you leave your work? It's the day after. Oh. <laughs> so don't even get the work time. Oh, that's, that's miserable. That's so disappointing, <laughs> isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. talking of you traveling around the world, I think it's time we talk World Cup. Yeah. Okay, so World Cup five is coming up in just a few weeks time and what we've got here are a couple of different things uh one is a graph of all the teams that have been registered um it's probably mostly accurate it came from the actual naf world cup um facebook page and the second thing we're going to look at is a beautiful little tableau that mike davies put together um ex-naf president and he just i don't know if he loves data more than he loves blood bowl but he's i think mike davies might be my spirit animal uh, well, Paul Rudd is my spirit animal, but otherwise it might be Mike Davies. Um, and we've got some data to look at with that. But I've hidden this. I don't know if you guys have got the image or if you know, but can anybody guess we're going to go top five teams, popularity-wise, make some suggestions. Who do you think are going to be in the top five? Uh, I know. So can I... You can be excused. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, lizards will be up there. Right. Lizards are a good guess. Uh, Norse. Norse. Lizards. Ka Norse. Chaos will be up there. Chaos nah. Renegades. Mm. I actually, really? I, I saw the first team and I know one of the other teams, but I actually haven't looked at it yet because I thought it would be more fun to talk through. I don't Orcs. reckon Chaos. Orcs, maybe. Mm. Uh, Dark well, Elves. just a, a solid favour out yeah. there. So. Underworld as uh, well, right? Uh, Skaven yeah. must be ridiculously yeah. high. <clears throat> Let's have a look. So, top five teams Dark Elves, Skaven, Shambling Undead, Orcs, mm. and Lizards are Ooh. the top five teams. Dark Elves, 209 teams are going to be there. Skaven, 166. Undead, 162. Orcs, 160. And Lizards, 153. So that's the most populous teams. Then you've got Necro, 128. Underworld, 127. Norse are up there. Then you've got Standard Dwarves, Chaos Dwarves, Corn, Wood Elves, Amazons. Now, this is the popularity really drops. So uh, Underworld were about 120. Norse are 100. Dwarves, 99. Then it starts dropping. So Amazon, 74. Human, 70. Renegades, 69. 59. Tomb Kings. Uh, 50 Chaos Chosen, 49 Halfling teams. Um, it's an interesting one. I wonder if we're going to see some people shoot for Stunty at World yeah. Cup. I mean, even with the World Cup rule set, which is pretty anti-star player, you can get a good build with Griff uh, for Halflings. Black Orcs, Nobility, Elven Union, High Elves. High Elves, only 31 teams. Um, OWA, 31 teams as well. Snotlings at 30. Nurgle at 26. Goblin, 23. Ogres, 21. Slan, 19. Good lads. And then Vampires at 11. So, I mean, it's, it's not, not really a shocker there, is it? Well, the, the, the Dark Elf thing, like, what, what, what's the popularity? I mean, that's a huge jump as well. 166 to 200 and, was it 200? Yeah, so 50 more, over 50 more Dark Elf teams than any other team. 
Yeah. The World Club has a very generous skill package, and Dark Elves love that. Um, I'm, I was quite surprised that they beat Skaven, honestly, though. Because Skaven mm. appeared two in World Cup, which is honestly baffling. Um, and I think Dark Elves are also tier two, because they get seven skills. Um, yeah. I love Skaven. Let me just check that. I, I love Skaven. I love him in this, in this rule set as well. Um, Amazon's I anticipated being higher until you said that it's the old yeah the lack of drawl and dribble I think is probably really good for this World Cup um, like in the before times in the long long ago Amazons with Roxana were a real common feature like that really high performing team um, and then Roxana dropped and Amazons kind of dropped a little bit and with the new roster they really pop with drawl and dribble because they drawl and dribble are like 170k 160 170k mm. for basically just two skinks uh with a couple of extra special rules that you could use every now and again but you end up with runners and the world cup is what 1200 tv ben uh it's 1150 oh they've gone standard um yeah and it but it's a lot more skills sorry dark elves are tier one dark elves are tier primary. one Oh, Amazons are cheap as heck, so 1150 is more than enough. So you can take a yep. million build Amazon roster with everything you want, including three or four rerolls, and then you could have taken Drawl and Dribble. So uh, the problem with Amazons wow. is they kind of they kind of cap out. If the only difference between a one million Amazon roster and a 50 uh, 1150 is just three more line women, uh, which is not the most exciting. But yeah, I mean Dark Elves, as Trips will attest to, they just get better with more consistency i mean if we said to you trips his seven skills you'd happily spend them right oh happily i mean you, you've got four blitzers who who are getting a skill straight off and then you got spread a couple of other skills around that's an almighty roster play against very easy nice and happy block which block which dodge 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 blitzer then you've got another skill <laughs> to put kick oh, on six. a guy it's six it's oh, only yeah. six oh you might have to yeah. give up one dodge blitzer for a kick but i think dodge blitzer is probably better um and i you don't need a caddy then because yeah. you've filled all your players with skills yes yeah. how many of those 200 teams are running that exactly i, I would bet 150 i would bet six but two thirds will be that roster when it comes to to that i mean that's not fair it's lodge <laughs> it won't be lodge they will put tackle on one at least because they'll do the proper thing and yeah. make sure that you've got a tackle caddy but it, it's that's going to be the vibe there's going to be small i i, I don't think there's going to be many assassins um there will be some but i don't think there will be many and from a skaven point of view 1150 is is magic you're one million skaven roster and your rat ogre and a tier two they seven skills ben that's seven skills or five tier and a two, double seven skills. yeah or yeah five and a double yeah which means you got block roger uh and honestly just block on your 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 runny lads and it's all just uphill from there so that those those are like the two most obvious rosters that, that are just really good and with more skills and more money just get really gooder um and undead is actually a similar one right because even even though you don't have enough doubles to double up both your mummies if you don't really need it because you've got strength access on your your on your mummies for guard pieces if you want it you've got blitzes to get tackle you've got ghouls to get block and you just you just end up with that again that consistency so all three of those teams have got consistent speed or um 
tenacity. Uh, it's a really interesting one. I would say Skavens have got speed and skill. Dark Elves have got skill and resilience. And Underworld have got... Uh, and Undead have just got that resilience. And honestly, they've just got everything. And then you've got Orcs, which are just a, just a beautifully underrated team in this edition. Because they are either... If they were Tier 1, they'd be bottom of Tier 1 or top of Tier 2. And they are now Tier 2. So, well in games workshop land i don't know what they are in world cup i'm assuming yeah, one too. in the world cup yeah i think that's mm -hmm. probably right yeah. um but again orcs are just a roster that don't need a lot because you've got four block pieces you've got access to sure hands if you want it and you've got four strength four lads it, they're just really consistent and when it comes to world cup you, you you're looking at kind of the two aspects and ben i'd love you to weigh in on this because you've got your, your your world cup team and your thoughts on this but you've got the two aspects whereas i want an easy not easy but a simple team for a lot of people who are like i'm going to be playing nine games of them i'm going to be drinking and having a good time i want a simple team that's consistent that's pretty good that's got a low a low floor but actually has quite a decent ceiling as well and when it comes to orcs undead skaven dark elves and lizards they all reward consistent yeah mid-range play um skaven all right you've got some dash there but otherwise it's that it's consistent dash it's like you got four of them and you, you know yeah. you're always going to be dashing so it's like a, yeah. a beautiful conglomeration of teams that are like yeah they're good yeah they're good yeah, yeah. they're good and it makes a lot of sense so so bt i don't know if you want to give away too many of your team's tactics but do let us know how you like some of some of your thoughts on your teams when you've been talking about teams and builds and things yeah, so we we had, like I said earlier, we had a few games the other weekend where I went up the leads and we had some practice ones and we kind of just used our rosters against each other and sort of see how they get, how they go. Um, and um, yeah, pretty much everything you said has kind of been true. Like we've, uh, I probably can probably say our teams, I won't give away too much on the roster um, just for their sake, but <laughs> um, the teams I played against were um, Orc, Necromantic and Underworld. So quite a varied group. I had high, I have high elves. Um, I'm one of the 31 hey. uh, Revan High Elves. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a really good mix. And kind of what you said about Orcs was definitely true. Like Orcs ended up going 3-0 and on our day, yeah. um, which is... Oh, sorry. No, they didn't. They went two wins and a draw, I believe. Um, but they, they won the day. They won. Um, so, but yeah, they're just really consistent. Really tough to break. And when you get even six skills and you get some guard around there and they just do what orcs do. I mean, Milton's had enough experience with this. Yeah, I was going like, to say, orcs, I know a guy. Just, <laughs> they six, just work six really skills well. is really good because you yeah. cover like you, you cover all of those extra bases and you can even extend on the blitzers and like if you want to and just like give them a little extra something. There's a lot of flexibility there. There's not yeah, bad like, you're not skill taking dodge on them. But they don't need it because you're no. just like hammering through and you're not losing anyone. <laughs> that's well, the key well, thing. Well, that, like... that, that's a huge thing. And that's a huge yeah. thing that I've noticed in this current meta as well. Is like, and it was, that was one of the challenges I really had, like playing with the slant versus playing with something like the orcs. Is with the orcs, you can pretty much guarantee that most of your team's going to be there for the entire game. Yep. Um, and as a result of that, you can make slightly more calculated plays about like what you're going to do, uh, and you can play that sort of mid-range consistency. Um, mm. When you add a couple of extra skills, like you say, like guard into that mix is huge because suddenly you're getting, particularly with the biggins, you're getting like assists in there, uh, 
yeah, I can really see the Orcs doing very well. Well, a guard, a well-placed guard player uh, on an Orc lineup gives you two more biggins. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, which is um, filthy. It's good as well, because I think fouling is quite a huge thing in this edition of Blood Bowl, especially. Um, and this is even with the sneaky get changes. Yeah. Um, and so I think Orcs kind of withstand that a lot. So, for instance, in one of my games, my first game against um, Necromantic, I got pitch cleared as High Elves, which was <laughs> tragic. They're like, oh, we invited Ben up, he's traveled all this way, and I pitch cleared on the first game. Um, it did get progressively better throughout the day, but um, I, like it kind of was all over because my thrower just got like like smacked mm. down, knocked out, and I couldn't bring him back, and that was my one thrower. And so that completely changes my game plan with High Elves, and I have to pivot. But teams like Orcs and Lizards never have to pivot. Like you have a real just consistent way of getting the ball to the end, and it's never really going to change or be hindered um, unless you get really unlucky. Um, which I think is really cool and interesting. And I think it's the same with Dark Elves. They kind of like they can run the ball a lot better than other elf teams can. Um, that's when you force that on other elf teams, it does fall I, apart. I think there's a couple of extra elements in there that lead towards these teams being the the kind of the, the flagship ones is none of them need star players at all no. none of them rely on star players and the the naf world cup like rule set is really against star players which it probably should be at this point um because because we're kind of there and um this the the way the tournament is structured because you've got squad versus squad it's about wins it's not about individual points so solo tournaments you want to score as many casualties or as many touchdowns as you can to max your points out well a, a one nil win is basically as good as any other for the world cup yeah. for the most of the point so actually taking those teams that can win mm-hmm. a 2-1 grind consistently is a is a solid strategy rather than you know bouncing out big um i mean slightly off topic i guess but milton would you run a troll in this of this format 1150 no no don't need him with orcs do you no not even slightly i think he's he's a liability at, at that point value and particularly with the skill set. I mean, you wouldn't want to skill him up and you can pull in, well, pres- presumably you can pull in a, at least one bench. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, cover all bases really. And then, yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that the win is the important factor here. So yeah. you can be mm-hmm. so consistent with yours. Yep. You just go for that two one grind and you can probably get it. And a draw is only one point less than a win. So a win is two points, a draw is one and a, Oh, zero. So, so yeah, you I mean, a draw is quite a big thing, and yeah, for, really for, well. for Orcs, yeah, that, that's that's like spot on. That gives you a real, yeah. real good chance. Well, I mean, eleven fifty, you're looking at 12-13 players, three rerolls, uh, maybe even an apothecary. And when you're playing with a team that doesn't have a star player, where you're putting skills on your actual players, an apothecary can be your fifth blitzer. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. But but like Ben said, with with fouling being a, a massive thing. Orcs have also got it there because they do have access to a cheeky goblin if they want to try the sneaky get. But for 50k, the Orc lineman with dirty player is just a really solid piece because, like you said, Milt, biggins and blitzers are going to knock stuff down. And having just a all right, a slow movement five Orc mincing around, just putting the boot in, it's it's a it's your second blitz every turn. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to get what four blitzers, four biggins, yeah. four linemen, uh, <laughs> one, uh, yeah, and, a, and four and a rerolls. <laughs> And three, yeah, three rerolls or four rerolls, maybe. It'll be three rerolls. I don't think you probably need more than three with an orc team at this level of play. 
Um, um, and that, that's, and then six skills. <clears throat> I think the skill choice will be the hardest thing in that situation is to, is to know where to best place it because I think there's quite a lot of options you could have that would all be really good. Two guard blitzers, four block biggins. Nah, you're going to need at least no. one tackle blitzer. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, oh, you would actually. Guard, guard, mm. block, block, tackle, mighty blow. Yeah, I, th I actually think the guard, guard, block, block split's really good. Yeah. You've got to remember every team you're playing against also has that yeah, exactly. tranche of skills in. So every, you're going to see some quite skilled, specialized skills for uh, and teams for their play sets. Mm. Anyway, we're focusing a bit too much potentially on the top five teams. One one thing that's um, <clears throat> that has been really interesting that, that Mike Mike Davies has put together is uh, all of the tournaments that have been. Let's see if we can zoom in on this and get a good shot. Um, that have been playing World Cup five practice games. He's been able to collate all the games together. So and put it into the tableau similar to the one I use every time I do the. Um, monthly matter so we can see about how many games have been played and what percentage win rate uh, is is going on and, and at the moment wood elves for all these games they've recorded nearly 700 games of wood elves and they're pushing a 60 percent win rate underworld 900 games at 58 percent win rate dark elves 1300 games and wow. a 50 percent 56 percent win rate and then the next one is renegades which I'm not surprised at, 53%, but then it, you, you're inside the Goldilocks zone at that point where they've played 400 games and they've won 53%. At Renegades, I think, have got a really juicy pack. The problem with Renegades is they're a bit of a house of cards and it can go wrong very quickly. Um, and if you're playing against a consistent team like Undead or Orcs or Skaven that can just either continue plowing you into the ground or just grab the ball and run away with it, you know. Uh, High Elves, 52%. Tomb Kings, 52%. Zons 52, Dwarves 52, uh, Chorf, Lizards, Skaven, and OWA all at 51. And then bang in the middle there is Necro. Uh, Ogres struggling, Chaos Chosen really struggling. Uh, Nurgle actually doing a little bit better than Chaos Chosen. Um, Vampires doing okay, Slan doing fine. So Undead, nearly a thousand games played, 49% win rate. Mm. Uh, what was the other super popular team? Orcs, forty-eight percent win rate, which is yeah. an interesting one with uh, eleven hundred games played. Um, but I mean, the fact that there's so much in the Goldilocks zone, the first team that falls outside of it is Snotlings at forty-four percent. Uh, Snotlings, Vamps, and Black Orcs. Uh, humans really getting hooned at forty-three, um, which I'm a little bit surprised at, but I guess they don't have the strength advantage of Orcs. And, and um, I feel like there are a team also that quite likes bringing stars. Is that right? Yeah, most human rosters do tend to have a splash of summit magic, don't they? Yeah. That we see All because they're so that. cheap. Yeah. It'd be super interesting to see this side by side with the final outcome of the World Cup, like where everything sits next to it. I think we'll have to review that. If we can, oh, I hope I hope that kind of data gets published because oh, well. I I'm expecting that to shift quite a bit. It's obviously going to be a much smaller set of data. Like you're not going to get probably not going to get a thousand. Well, you might get a thousand three hundred dark health games in with the amount of people taking dark elves, but 
Um, oh, you get, get 1,800 Dark Elf games. There's 200 teams, and they're all playing nine games each. Yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah, so you'll get even more. But I, I reckon that's going to shift dramatically. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm not, I'm not massively... Oh. What is this? We don't want that. I want the race grid numbers. This doesn't really mean anything. It was just an interesting one. Uh, Alicante. There we go. You can kind of see the comparison of wins, which is which is quite cool. So Wood Elves have been feeding Black Orcs and Chaos Chosen. Uh, it's just a really cool data set. So High Elves bear this. I thought with this would be quite fun. Um, there's 219 games, practice games for High Elves in tournaments. Okay. And Amazons, 70%. Black Orcs. We, I'm reading this right. High Elves have won 31% of games against Black Orcs. 41% against Chaos Chosen. 45% against Chaos Dwarves. 50% against Renegades. 35% against Dark Elves. 60% of their games against Dwarves. 100% against Elven Union, 50% against Goblins. That data doesn't feel right, does it? But, hey, I guess it is. It's an interesting one. What, to get to a positive win rate? Uh... Most of these seem to be under 50%. Yeah, who are they Who are they beating then? Hmm. Is it like 100 against Elven Union that really scares Yeah, that's just carrying the whole thing. 80% against Nobility, 73% against Necro, 60% against Norse. Yeah. Uh, that you... probably averages out. Yeah, it probably does. Why are they getting trashed by goblins? Well, 50%, isn't it, against goblins? Yeah. Oh, was it? I thought it was slow. They're a team that really does fall apart very fast. Like, they, they, they are super glass cannon. Like, you need... Well, not glass cannon, really. More like, you know... Glass vase. I, I, um, yeah. <laughs> they look good until you get broke. Uh, they lose to Snotlings a lot. And Slan... And Underworld. That that does not surprise me. And OWA. Uh, I mean, th yeah, this makes sense, right? The, the bashy, the really bashy teams will murder you. The mm -hmm. slow and dashy teams won't murder you and will allow you to do your thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's an interesting one. Let's be the experience. Let's see. Skaven. They're just good against everybody because they're the, the best. Um, they struggle against High Elves, Ben, so that's good. Favorable matchup for you. Uh, who else do they struggle against? Mm, no one really. It's an interesting one. Yeah, Skaven. Yeah, I guess elves and high elves are a team that Skaven can kind of like. Keep, they can keep up with Skaven scoring. Ah, uh, and they've got better yeah. armor, so actually, yeah, they, they tend to be. You have to play the bash in that situation, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> bash versus dash. You beat Skaven sixty-one percent of the time. It's an interesting one. I mean, is there any any surprises out of all of this initial data that we're seeing? Uh, Renegades was a bit of a surprise. But, um, yeah, other than that, I think it sounds about right. I think Orcs being lower is a bit surprising. Um, mm. But, yeah, we've talked enough about them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there are a couple of these super outlier high ones, like, what was it, Necro and Underworld? Underworld, Underworld, Underworld was high, and it always is. Wow, they've got some. That real... doesn't surprise me. They just... yeah, tier two as well. Tier two for Underworld. Uh, I guess they've got a star player attack, so haven't they? Yeah, but they also 
they also don't need sunburns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, Renegades, what are you good against? What are you bad against? Oh, this feels like a Pokemon type chart. Is it? Um, no. Can you stack skills? Yeah, you can. Doesn't um, it cost your double and you can only stack a single? Yes, uh, you can stack two primary on a maximum of one player at the cost of both one primary and one secondary. Mm. Yeah. So no building a mini frog, Griff. Who'd do that? Who would do that? Uh, squad list. There we go. Oh, this is interesting. What's your squad called, Ben? Tactics and Theatrics. This is why I think I can say the teams, but I don't want to say the rosters. Yeah, I don't know if that's even published or shared openly yet. No, not, you can't. You can't even see your own squad's rosters. That's interesting. I mean, oh, how, Jesus, how's wonderful. there? You are tactics and theatrics. How's the um, how's the the sign up stuff been been so far? It's been all right. Um, they announced all their communications via social media and not through the mailing list, which um was a bit annoying uh we almost got caught out with that we got given a a random player <laughs> on our team because one of our members hadn't uh, locked in their roster yet um and we had missed the deadline but we managed to sort it all out um but yeah it's been um as you'd expect from the now <laughs> i mean it is always hard organizing people uh especially yeah i don't envy them uh, especially when you're doing it on a volunteer basis uh but i've got to say the 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 angle of attack from the, the the Spanish crew running this, it's been very different than I expected to see it. I think mm -hmm. they are going into this just being like, yeah, we're all going to meet up and play nine games of Blood Bowl. It's going to be awesome. And that's it. And you know what? They're not wrong. And I think that's, I just, I genuinely think that's so, so interesting. Um, and I just think they've got it right. Oh, one thing I didn't get a shot of, which was, the uh the the numbers of players by country um let me see if i can brew that up really quickly because i thought that was quite quite interesting too because it's 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 diverse it's not as diverse as i kind of thought it would be i think uh, spain were the most weren't they because it's home country yeah you got spain 874 then france with 336 208 english 189 italy germany 119 usa 80 sweden 60 all the way down to... I was really impressed at USA 80. That's a lot. Because oh. mm. I don't know if I'd go to the US. <laughs> uh, Uruguay, Ukraine, Turkey, Northern Ireland, Monaco, Armenia. Northern uh, Ireland's separated, or I guess it's the UK, isn't it? So. Yeah. New Zealand too. Where are they? Where are they? Wait, hang on. No, UK is Northern Ireland. It's Great Britain there, isn't it? So yeah. you, they separated Northern Ireland to UK. Okay. Uh, I think it comes down to the players. Uh, so I, I oh, think okay. so. There's some people who are represented as English, and you've got Scottish. Northern oh, Ireland. sorry, it was England, Scotland. Okay, yeah. okay, they've they've gone to that. Okay, that makes sense. I, I mean, I was kind of yeah, uh, USA eighty. It's it's a big thing. I can't remember what the total amount of players was in the end. Uh... Two thousand three hundred or something. That's phenomenal. That's absolutely phenomenal, isn't it? Uh, it could have been less than that. I think the expected was twenty five hundred. Yeah. Or the capacity or something. It's just. And they're not. They're not like making pitches or skill rings this time. No. They've forgotten that. No, they've they've gone for a much more simple approach. Um, which is Sounds they, good. They, they, there's a minor tour, 
uh there'll be swag and stuff there and it looks like uh either vortice or hungry troll are making a team keep seeing stuff like some preview stuff but i'm not really sure about what it is or why they're doing it uh and it looked fine which is cool i mean i am very excited about everything that's going on in my life at the moment i am also very sad about 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 not going because this is uh, just a, a blood bowl festival yeah it will be yeah it's all right well you can live vicariously through me i'll do my best to provide updates um Put a gopro I'll... on you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um we'll, we'll see how it should be fun um should be able to get, get the lowdown um well so ben um you will be going let's talk let's talk logistics because people love logistics when are you when are you flying out flying out on the wednesday so two weeks so today the day before yep two, two weeks, weeks today. today you will be there everything's booked um yeah relying on the trains um <laughs> and yeah flying from gatwick um yeah should be fun arriving sort of mid-afternoon We'll chill out on Wednesday with the team, provide, hopefully, maybe do a live unseen podcast, which will be good fun. Um, and then uh, Thursday, I think, is when the opening ceremony is. Yes. And games begin Friday, um, Saturday, and then finish on Sunday with a closing ceremony on the same day. And then I'm coming back Monday. Ah, so you are popping, yeah. popping over for the tournament? Yeah, very much so. I didn't want to take too much time out. Um, <laughs> you quit your job anyway. <laughs> yeah exactly right it's so stupid <laughs> had it all booked off had everything booked and then they quit um yeah oh man that's absolutely amazing um all right wicked any more thoughts on the world cup from everybody uh i haven't seen anything to say anyone's going to be streaming it or anything i think it's going to be i think it's good i think you know what the the vibe seems to be everyone's going over there to hang out yeah, it sounds really chill, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah, um, that's all I want. I just want to see people and have a good time, and not to get too sweaty, in every sense of the word. <laughs> it's in Spain, um, and yeah. Do you know if, how much of the Bruce Bowl team are going? I don't actually. I don't know. I haven't checked with them. Should we see if there's a Bruce Bowl team? I wouldn't be surprised. I'd like to know how many people are going to recognise Ben from the podcast and get <laughs> "Are you Ben from the podcast?" Oh, uh, there's no Bruce Bowl team. Okay, but yeah, Ben, that'll be that'll be very cool. Have you have you guys got a team kit? Oh yeah, so we, our patches are arriving on Friday. We've got some iron-on patches to go on our black and white shirts. So we're all like black and white themed. Um, uh, I need to pick up some. Um, like checkered bands or something um to go with it but uh yeah so we got black and white we've got little patches we've got little dice cup um coasters and yeah little, little team merch oh, think it's fun now the weekend we're away we're finishing off the designs on the logo so yeah one of our team members is a graphic designer um yeah punchy mcrageous fantastic yeah. all right amazing so we will wrap up now we'll be back potentially next week for a mini-sode some of us might be depending on how exciting the news and how awake we all are and, and stuff uh and then yeah we'll see if we can't regroup the week after and steal ben in one way or another repeatedly uh for the world cup which i can't believe is is already here it, it's just amazing 
Um, but yeah, anything else from anybody else? Or should we wrap up for the day? All right. Okay, well, thanks very much for watching, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Bubble content. Happy blocking, and we'll see you with the next team from Blood Bowl. Fingers crossed. Come on, squeaks. Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to support the channel even further, please like and subscribe. It really does help us out. Or come join us on YouTube members or in Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to some content, some loot, early access to basically everything we do, as well as regular competitions. Or you can pick up some Bonehead Podcast loot either on our website at boneheadpodcast.com. We've got the Dungeon Bowl things. We've got tokens and stuff like that. Or on our Spreadshirt site as well. Everything you do just helps us make more content and hopefully do it of better quality. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Happy blocking.